Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I have back on with me Kevin Henry Kevin Henry of kevinspeaksdental.com. Kevin, say hello. Patrick, how are you? Good to see you, and uh, hello, everybody listening. Hey, it's uh, so great to have you here. Kevin, you're an expert uh, in uh, all things uh, dental, but specifically you focus in on uh, hygienists and on assistants, correct? That is correct. Yeah, teams, the team side for sure. Yeah, give me a little bit of uh, your background and uh, how you help dentists. Absolutely. I've been in the industry for 20 years, uh, managing editor for Dental Economics, group editorial director for Dental Products Report, now editor-in-chief for Dr. By Cuspid. So very much on the journalism side, uh, but also writing, speaking, consulting, uh, you know, tr- just trying to keep, uh, like the rest of us, uh, my ear to the ground and see what's going on out there. Kevin, I'm going to jump right into our episode today. And, yeah. you know, we're in the middle of COVID. This episode is uh, being recorded in uh, November of 2020. Um, practices across the country are having an incredibly difficult time uh, keeping um, assistance, keeping hygienists, keeping that team together, and also hiring to fill needs um, in those areas. So tell me some of the problems that you're hearing and what you're seeing out there as it relates to that. Uh, I think you could say that it's a, uh, shall we say, a buyer's market when it comes to the team members. There are there are a lot of opportunities for team members out there with a lot of different practices. And that's good news on the team side. It's not so such good news on the dentist side. And so what we're seeing a lot of times are the team members understand that there are opportunities. And, you know, just to be perfectly honest, they're weighing those against each other. And sometimes they're leveraging those against each other. And, you know, I think you and I have both seen bidding wars pop up to try to fill uh, fill spots. And it's causing a lot of stress on the dentist side of things, as well as with the dental business. And my hope is that as COVID starts to fade away, you know, hopefully start of next year, that these issues start fading away in the practice as well. And I think some of them are going to fade away, but I think some of these things are universal and they've always existed. They're just yeah. being amplified right now in this environment. Yep. Um, Kevin, there's a book that I read a long time ago. It's kind of the gold standard in uh, psychology books. Uh, it's called, I believe, Keeping the Love That You Find by uh, Harville Hendricks. Uh, it's an amazing book. Um, I think, uh, and, and what our show is, a, a lot of what it was about is avoiding problems in the first place. So um, that keeping the love that you find, let's talk about how do you keep that assistant that you love <laughs> Yeah. Uh, once you found them, how do you keep that team together and what are some things that you can do uh, to make sure you don't end up in this situation? I, I think communication, it boils down to a lot of that. I think that you have to figure out exactly what you're going to share with those team members to let them know, A, how valuable they are to your business and B, what parts of their business that, that they truly impact. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that a dentist should be sharing goals numbers with their team and letting them know exactly how they're impacting those goals. And when you're moving toward a goal, celebrate. When you're not moving toward a goal, don't don't just shove it under the rug. Make sure that you all understand how that uh, you can move forward, how that you can get that number up. 
So I think communication is the biggest thing. And I think respect uh, is the biggest thing as well. I think that we need to uh, back off from looking at each other in a hierarchy in the practice and more as a team aspect. You know, I, I know so many people refer to their, their team as staff and, and I, and I get that. But if you start getting a team mentality and you start getting that everybody plays a vital role and they need to understand that and they also need to be responsible for that, it changes the attitude in the practice so much. And, and these men and women suddenly start look, stop looking at this as a job and they're just punching the clock to make a paycheck. But they're looking at this as something that's truly impactful, not only in the oral health of their patients, but again, with the business side of the practice as well. So talk about respect a little bit. What are some things that... Um... Uh, a dentist can do to show respect to uh, their employees. Yeah. So Patrick, I'll tell you, I did a, I did a survey a couple of years ago and I asked a thousand dental assistants. I said, what's the, wh- tell me the nicest thing a dentist ever said to you. Uh, know what the number one overwhelming answer was? Uh, something about appearance. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you. Wow. The nicest thing a dentist ever said to them. Overwhelming. And the more that I've dug into this, the more I realize that there's really not that, you know, it sounds corny, but an attitude of gratitude that flows around in so many dental practices. And I'm not saying that you you thank somebody every time, every day, every minute, sure. but but we know that there are times in the dental practice when a team member can kind of save the day or make things smooth that might have turned a little rocky. And just showing that you appreciate that and you acknowledge that. It goes so far in the minds of these men and women. So I'm going to encourage you, it, you know, if you're looking at a way to improve your practice in 2021, maybe those two words and just those couple of seconds it takes to say them could really make a difference. Couldn't agree with you more. The uh, Let's talk about, let's shift a little bit. And I know that yeah. money is not everything, but money is important. It is. Um, and we can certainly, um, you, you know, the word love, love your employee, love your teammate, what have you in that professional setting can certainly be used as a noun or a verb. Um, And some probably don't really know what the difference is and what I mean by that. And some, uh, some clearly do. So what are some things that you can do um, financially um, to show your employees that you love them? That's kind of outside of paycheck. Yeah. I I think one of the biggest things is to, to think about the compensation package that you're offering. You know, and make sure that the employee understands that this, it's not just an hourly wage that you're offering them. If you're offering them benefits, you know, some places offer 401k. There are a lot of different options out there. So are you explaining that truly to your employees so that they understand, sure, here's your base salary, but here's what else you're getting. And of course, we hear about bonuses. We hear about, you know, Christmas time and and, and year end and, and everything else. And while that's truly important, I, I think that it's something that you can't, rely on it and you can't make your your employees rely on it you know we think back to the christmas vacation movie when clark griswold kept waiting for that bonus to come in from his employer and it never came it was a jelly jelly of the month club. exactly it actually you know? did come in was it the jelly of the month club jelly of the month club absolutely yeah, okay. so, you, yeah, know. I remember. Yeah. you know and and i think a lot of employees consider this as part of their job and, and I think that maybe that's the wrong way to look about it. I think that we look at bonuses, we look at year-end gifts or whatever it might be as something that they've actually earned. It's not just given to them. Uh, you know, so again, make them more active in ensuring your practice's success as a business and then turn that into them sharing the rewards with that as well. And then they'll not only put in and feel good about that, but again, they're going to feel good about what they get back. So let's talk a little bit about um, cost uh, as it relates to 
um, or perceived uh, cost as it re relates to those team members. So and what I mean by that is uh, when you hire someone and they're employed for you, you understand how much the salary is or the mm -hmm. hourly wage, you know, how much the taxes that you have to pay, you know, any portion of insurance benefits that you have to pay for one contribution, so on and so forth. So you can actually put a dollar sign, you can put a dollar amount uh, on an Excel spreadsheet on what it costs in that area. But yeah. But what's hard and what a lot of people don't see is those sick days where they don't or where people don't show up, where they're not responsible, when someone leaves, when you have to hire, yeah. um, when you're struggling to hire, when your schedule blows up because of assistance not being able to follow through um, or just not having them employed at that time. Um, so I think what you're getting, I think you understand what I'm kind of trying to get at is what's the cost of not having a great employee? Uh, in that or a great team member in that in that yeah well and it's it's not just those things that you mentioned you know i i can tell you so many times that um i have heard about the doctor being in the operatory with the the patient and the assistant and recommending a crown the dentist leaves the room and the patient turns to the, the assistant and says what do you think you know, that's where the value of a good team member really comes in. Yes, they're going to show up for work, hopefully. But what is your hygienist saying to back you up? What is your assistant saying to close that case? Those are the things that I think dentists really need to think about to make sure that their employees are all on the same page and that they're vested in not only the patient's oral health, but also the practice's success as a business as well. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of costs that we can see, but there's a lot of intrinsic cost as well. To, to having those employees happy and, and feeling like they're, they're a part of the bottom line. So what you're telling me is things like case acceptance can go up with the right team. Shocker. I know, you know, and, 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 and to us, it seems like one-on-one, -on -one, but I can tell you there's so many times that the light bulb goes off whenever I talk to dentists about this and, and they really need to make sure that their dentist or their assistant understands why they're recommending that. And that it's not just that they're trying to make make uh, the goal or whatever it might be, that it's actually in the best interest of the patient. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Kevin, I'm going to ask you this, kind of put you on the spot here. Oh. Um, we love to give actionable steps, things dentists can do right today to uh, make an impact in their practice for the better. What are two or three things that can be done today um, by a dentist if they're driving into work um, to show their team that they love them? Whew, wow. Uh, you know, I, I, number one, I, I think think back to the moments that are coming up in the day ahead that you can show your appreciation, that you can say thank you. You know, I think we all look at the schedule and you can see that the moments that might not be the, the most glamorous or the most fun coming up. Uh, but how can you get through those together and then say thanks for all your help with that? I think I think that that's one thing. And I think the other thing is, and, and it sounds very cliche and corny, but do you know why your assistant, your hygienist, do you know why they really got into this industry? And, and I think it's worth a conversation sometimes to, to find out just how much that they love helping their patients and how much their patients are as much a part of their day as knowing that they're going to get the paycheck at the end of the day. Sure. And, and I think when you have those conversations and really find out why each other got into this business, it helps break down some of those misconceptions that there might be and, and possibly uh, builds a bridge toward good things ahead. Yeah, that's some good advice. Take it. I think uh, anyone can certainly put that into play today and it will make an impact in their practice today. Uh, Kevin, um, KevinSpeaksDental.com. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 
Hey, and to our audience, reach out to Kevin. Um, he's a guru expert uh, in this area. I, I certainly uh, recommend anyone uh, dial him up, have a conversation with him. And again, Kevin, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.